Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. And I'd like to welcome you back to our eighth season of racing on the Rowdy Maglite Show. And welcome to the 2022 20, racing season, Kyle. How are we doing over there in PA? It's uh, it's very cold out. Uh, it's about uh, 20 degrees, uh, 19.8 to be exact, uh, according to the thermometer. So it's uh, pretty chilly, but the uh, racing is going to be nice early. Indoor racing on Saturday night. Uh, you know, they just started getting ready here in a few weeks for the Chili Bowl. So, uh, kind of what's been going on, Rowdy. I know you got some things cooking up as well. Absolutely. Uh, let's, Chi-Town Mark's a little under the weather tonight, so uh, we'll have him back on Thursday night or, or next Monday night. Uh, Kyle, listen, we got two kids calling in tonight. We got Adam with uh, Talladega Short Track to get us ready for the Ice Bowl. And if you've been following the weather in the south, it's an ice pole down here this week. So it's leading off in the, in the right direction for race this weekend. Also, we got a, a young man calling in, Anthony Bella. Anthony, I met him last year, Kyle, at New Smyrna. Uh, got to see him race just a little bit. And uh, he's going to call in get us ready for New Smyrna. He'll be there in, his, in the modified and Kyle, I know you like them pavement pounders, man. I sure do. Um, put on a good show, ask Dino. Um, and uh, yeah, um, definitely gonna be an interesting show this year uh, when the modifieds return. And uh, you know, we got some indoor TQ midgets to see this weekend. First, uh, you know, I know we got the two guys calling in, and uh, yeah, we got a lot lot planned for tonight. Um, you know, we got two guests, so that's good. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about Allentown. We'll talk about the Ice Bowl. Talk about everything, you know, uh, even Daytona. We know we got the ARCA test next week and um, another test at uh, Atlanta Thursday and then Daytona next week. So they're going to be pretty busy getting testing this new car out, especially with that 670-horsepower package. Well, Kyle, I think if they want to know what's happening, they need to stay tuned to us because I'll be in Atlanta Thursday at 11 o'clock, and it's going to get, hopefully we're going to, we'll have an opportunity to talk to the drivers, uh, photos, get to see some more of the actual cars. Uh, it's a Goodyear test is what it is. So all three series, Kyle's going to be there. Plus, you know, they've stretched out the, the turns. Uh, they went from, a what, a 24-degree to a 38-degree. They repaved the surface. And, you know, one of the things Kyle – Mentioned Kyle Bush mentioned at the uh, banquet. Kyle was uh, if they're going to race at the fairgrounds for them to go and pave Nashville as quick as they can, so that has at least a couple of years to season on it, which would make a difference in the racing. Kyle. Yeah, it's going to take them a few years even if they want to race at the fairgrounds. I think they have to put safer barriers mm-hmm. up and everything too. So. 
Um, yeah, I think there's more behind it. I think there's more that's going to be to it. I know we, we, you know, we've talked about the reopening of Wilkesboro and Rockingham, all those old tracks, and I don't know. I mean, it's going to take a lot of money, a lot of uh, project to do it. And uh, you know, are we going to see these tracks get re reinvigorated, or are they just going to be something else? Are they going to be a parking lot? I don't know yet, but. You know, hopefully these tracks will be saved, and you know uh, it's good. Uh, I know, I know, Mark. I, know, I hope he's listening tonight. I know, I know he always talks about Chicagoland. So, um, but uh, yeah, hopefully uh, these tracks, like I said, we uh, we don't lose them. You know, hopefully we get, like I said, we get back to the fairgrounds. I know they were there in the '80s, and uh, yeah, maybe uh, maybe we'll have a return to the fairgrounds at some point. Who knows? Well. Kyle, that was the buzzword there all weekend at at uh, championship awards weekend. So, uh, you know they got they got Super Speedway going. They, at least we've got it back after ten years set still. And Mark and I was able to go and be part of that absolutely wonderful weekend at Nashville. Yeah, Nashville was a nice uh, return to the schedule. Now it's owned by SMI. Uh, you know, both Dover and Nashville, but owned by Speedway Motorsports Incorporated. So, um, yeah, that was a pretty big acquisition in the off season, and uh, you know they'll be operating both tracks, and uh, you know both concrete. Um, that's what's interesting about them, you know, especially with Dover. You know, it was, it was once asphalt, now it's concrete. But, uh, yeah, I know you guys had a good time in Nashville. I did get to Dover last year uh, for the Arc East race. So that was, uh, was good. You guys went to Nashville and you made it to the banquet. That was uh, just good timing. Well, Kyle, uh, I talked about being at Atlanta on the 6th. And I'm going to drop back by to actually the ISPO, the 31st annual ISPO at Talladega Short Track is going to be the 6th, 7th, and 8th. So on my way back, I'm going to stop. And then back over Friday and Saturday. Well, it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I don't know where I come up with that Thursday yet, but Thursday's going to be Atlanta for testing, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for the ice bowling. Kyle, you'll be at the. Uh, you're going to be doing the Allentown indoor deal. I will be. I got the okay yesterday, so. Um, for that and the motorsport show too in, in uh, three weeks in uh, near Philadelphia, so uh, that'll that'll be good. Good to do both of those events. I've never done Allentown as media before. This will be my first time, and I've done the motorsport show as media back in 2018. I think Tony Stewart was there, and uh, yeah, it was just right after he retired, I think, or he was just wasn't racing anymore. So um, good things happening. We got the EMPA convention coming up on. Uh, the 15th and the 16th in Wilkesboro, Pennsylvania. Actually, the 14th, the 15th, and the 16th. Um, we got that, but you know what we got first is the indoor races at Allentown. I think it's the uh, I'm trying to think what edition it is. I want to say it's the sixth or the seventh. Dino would know. Um, I'll have to ask him this weekend. Um, but they they've run there uh, since 2016. January 2nd, 2016 was the first race there. Uh, I think Eric Rudolph won it. Um, and the other time I was there was 2019. Uh, Ryan Flores won it. Um, he's a tire changer for Penske, and uh, he always runs the indoor races in the off season. So we're looking forward to that. 
Uh, don't be surprised if he winds up winds up sweeping a weekend. We got three uh, triple twenties qualifying races on Friday night. Our racing starts at seven thirty. Uh, Saturday Fan Fest starts at 5.30 at the PPL Center in Allentown. That's downtown Allentown, 7th Street. And, uh, you know, the race will start at 7 o'clock, and there'll be a 40-lap TQ feature to end the night. So, Rowdy, a lot of racing going on. Um, you know, that Friday night show doesn't sound too shabby either, so I'll probably be there as well. So, um, you know, uh, not a bad way to start the new year and to see some indoor racing and see what's going on. Kyle, it being indoors, this kind of describe, I mean, is that concrete they're racing on? Not 100% sure. I, I know it's, I think it's some something. I, I'm not, it might be uh, concrete. I'm not 100, I'm not sure, but. That's, that's um, what you it know, looks you, like. If you go on YouTube, you can see it. You know, I've been posting on the Rowdy Maglite Racing Media page. Um, so, yeah, um, they put, I think, a temporary track in or something like that, and they race. And uh, like I said, it'll be good to be going to Allentown. I just hope the weather is okay. Um, hopefully there's no snow or ice or anything like that. So, um, you know, we'll have to see how it goes. And just, uh, you know, it's just uh, good good to be there and good to get in, you know, just to just to represent the Rowdy Maglite Racing Media Banner. Y'all going to be a busy year, my friends. I mean, why used to, we didn't get started till the end of january here we we're starting our first race on this well testing we're back at the track on the 6th of january we're not wasting a whole lot of time snowball derby was our, my last track event and now i'll be back let's go from asphalt to uh dirt <laughs> i suppose a good place to start the season off I think any time you start the year off at Talladega, that's not a bad way to begin the year. Kyle, let's talk just a few minutes while we're waiting on Adam to call in. Uh, the 36th annual Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals, man. What about that entry list? All-star Stella. Yeah, I, I think, I think you know, Larson's a favorite. Um, I'm not going to deny that. Um, I think, you know, I think, you know, he's the defending winner. I think the two-time defending winner. And, uh, you know, he's won this race twice now. And, uh, you know, you've seen Kyle Busch run really good at the Tulsa shootout over the weekend. He was eighth to first in his heat race. So definitely got to keep your eye out for these, these uh, NASCAR guys. Um, you know, they're not bad dirt racers. And, uh, you know, I mean, Larson, of course, is. But, you know, Kyle Busch, it looks like he's been running more dirt. So um, we'll see him in Tulsa. Hopefully he makes the field. And, uh, yeah, a lot of entries coming up. I know it's in a couple of weeks, and uh, hopefully we'll be watching it in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania at the EMPA convention. All right. Hey, listen, we got uh, Adam calling in from uh, Talladega Short Track. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Adam. Hey, how are you? Man, we're good. I had, When we talked this morning, mentioned it to Kyle, man, it, it was a uh, – the ice bowl has really started a good week here with the cold weather. Yeah, we've uh, we definitely had a change of pace from Sunday to Monday for sure. I was uh, doing a little track prep ahead of the weather and sweating a little bit yesterday, and uh, there was no no chance of that today for sure. Adam, with it with that drastic change, uh, do you have to re prep the the grounds, or can you go with 
with the original what you had laid out yesterday? Well, I, you know, the the weather this time of year, you know, when it when it rains or snows or any kind of moisture on the ground, it takes a little longer for it to to go away with the cold temperatures. Plus, you get frost and dew at night, so uh, you you have to prepare and and do as best you can. We put a lot of uh, rock down. I've I've had more hauled in today. We're going to haul more tomorrow, just to uh, take care of some trouble spots and make sure our roads are passable in and out and uh, you, you have to do things a little different. You have to have the racetrack ready because uh, moisture will rise back as the sun goes down and the sun's off of it and a lot of factors. You have to be careful not to get too much moisture on the racetrack. you got to get it hard but not too hard. So um, there's a lot of things that come into play, but I think we're as prepared as we can be anyway. Well, you got the 31st annual Ice Bowl this weekend. And, uh, Adam, I tell you, it's a great way for me. I was telling Kyle, for us to get started the year was uh, not much off season. You, we was at Snowball Derby, and now we're we're at the uh, Snowball or Ice Bowl. And uh, Adam, kind of tell us what you got going on. You got over eight classes this weekend. Yes, sir. There'll be eight classes. Of course, the uh, Super Late Model Division is is the headliner for that event. Um, have been for many years, and it pays the typical six thousand, but. Uh, we we decided to throw a little different thing out there with Michael Page winning the last five. Uh, we've thrown a bounty out, so if somebody can come in there and, and outrun him, you know, no wrecking or none of that foolishness, but they can come in there and sort of uh, dethrone Mr. Talladega the past few years, and we're going to give him a $1,500 bonus to do that. So it's possible 7500 to win. And then uh, all of our local classes, you know, that's uh, we, we're fortunate to have a lot of really great local competitors and uh our divisions are pretty uniform rules that people can come from all across this portion of the country so uh i think you'll see a lot of guys that you won't see but once a year here so we uh we hope everybody is uh is gearing up to come down and and join us for the weekend adam it's kyle here uh my first question for you is uh you know how how did you get into racing and um you know what's the story behind it Okay, I'll. Uh, it's it's a pretty interesting story. Kyle Digg is, of course, home for me, but uh, I was a fan. Uh, bought a ticket to the place, and uh, my brother started racing go karts, and um, we started going to the Kyle Digg. We have a go kart track there as well, and um, we went to the go kart track, and he became friends with the original owner's grandson. They raced go karts together, Mikey Donahue, and. Uh, I started working at the racetrack in, in small roles, such as the concession stand, and uh, working the scales at the go-kart track, and uh, moved over to done a little a little officiating in the infield at the car track, and uh, just hung out there and, and grabbed and learned everything I could. I eventually flagged there and um, went from Talladega. I ran Green Valley Speedway the last few years it was open. Um, got a job with Craig Racing USA. Moved to Georgia, um, stayed in contact because, as I say, this is home, and uh, have have lined up and got in the in the right position with the with the right folks that have helped me as well, and and here we are. So I tell everybody, mine is uh, is the American dream story. I come from uh, buying a ticket into the place to hopefully selling tickets for the next twenty years. My second question is. Uh... Who have you seen at the Talladega Dirt Track that has impressed you most over the years? And 
And would uh, my my follow up to that would be would Brett Holmes be one of them? Um, I I remember seeing Brett. I mean, I flagged. I worked at Talladega at the time when Brett started racing at the go kart track. Um, and and a lot of people that are strictly stock car fans don't realize we have the go kart track there. It runs every Friday night, and um, I, that thing is a very great feeder system for you know kids to get started. Uh, they move from there to cars. Brett is one who has, you know, except, done exceptionally well. You know, started go-karts, moved to uh, late model cars, and, and, of course, the ARCA championship. And uh, everybody, of course, is, is proud when, when, a home, when a home team member is, uh, is a national champion. So Brett comes to mind. Uh, but, you know, we got a lot of guys and, and girls that race there every week that, um, you know, when you come into Talladega, you you've got to uh you've got to have your things together and, and your program in line because that's their home and uh to come in there and, and unseat some of those those guys and girls that run there every week, uh, you know, there's it's hard to pinpoint one particular person that's just really stood out there. My last question for you is uh what's your favorite red farmer story? Well, um I have a new one every week usually. Uh, he uh he called me this he, he called me this afternoon, uh, you know, he's just had a heart valve replaced. Um and and I don't you know, I don't know if people realize but that's something that's uh, a risky surgery for anyone, but uh Red's 89 or fixing to be 89 and uh you know, that's that's a very risky surgery, but he called me today to make sure I've got his parking spot reserved and uh, he's bringing his golf cart. He he's not going to be in the car, but he's got somebody, a uh, local racer, is going to race for him, and he's going to work on the car. He was over getting it all loaded up and ready to go today, and make sure his parking spot's reserved. Uh, so you know, I, I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize that we're fortunate to have uh, a piece of racing history, not just Talladega history. That's that's racing history. Um, he's there every week, and I mean that that it, it's an honor for me to go and talk to him. And he calls me every week, and we talk about the weather and parking spots and racing. So, uh, you know, there's there's always something. It's just an honor to talk to somebody as a NASCAR Hall of Fame or international International Motorsports Hall of Fame. Uh, you think of all the things he's accomplished, and to be able to talk to him on a normal basis that that's a big deal. And to have the longest sponsor in racing with Long Lewis Ford. That's pretty incredible yeah. itself. It is. It's it's a handshake deal, and it's it's been there. And uh, I tell everybody, you you know when Red Farmer's coming, you see that Dewey van come rolling in. So um, that's 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 unheard of, and that's probably something that never happen again because you know those deals are not uh, just don't happen like that anymore. So it's it's a pretty incredible thing. You know, it, it, with that said, you know, how advertising works, and this is an old one, and Red knows it. He, he was probably the, the one that brought brought it out, was in the long run, son, it's Long Lewis. It's that, big that was their slogan for many years. It, it was. So uh, we start the 6th, 7th, and 8th. Yes, we've uh, we've done a little restructuring this year. Um, of course, we we purchased the racetrack in May of last year and, and ran it through the season. And uh, you know, I, I I don't know if everybody understands how much the the original owners mean to me. They're they're my family. 
they're how I got started in racing, and I'm one of the few people who's fortunate enough to uh, make a living in racing and to be the person that they, uh, one of the people they tabbed to be able to take that place once they were, uh, you know, ready to uh, pass it on. That's that's a huge honor, and I, I don't do anything there to discredit what they've done. Um, and and any and most things I do, I call them, I get their nod and say, hey, here's what I'm thinking, and. Uh, so, you know, we've restructured the thing a little bit, done away with the Sunday, going to try to do everything Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, it's just hard for people with a non-holiday weekend to commit to coming and staying Sunday. And so, uh, we're going to try this and see if we can get everything done Saturday, get everybody headed home, give them a day to rest up, warm up, thaw out, wash off and get ready to go back to work on Monday. Well, and if you're not able to come, you've got a pay-per-view isn't that correct? That's that's correct. We uh, we actually have uh, two two ways to watch it. Uh, a lot of people have Flow Racing and uh, Flow will be co-streaming, but it's a new thing that we're doing at the uh, racetrack this year. We're actually going to carry all of the events there at the racetrack. It's Talladega Short Track TV. Um, it's 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 a pretty good deal. You know, if somebody races on a weekly basis there and they have a mom or a grandma or they got a new baby or, or their wife just doesn't really want to come down there every week. Uh, you know, they can tune in and watch all of our races right there at home. And, uh, you know, the, the streaming platform opens up uh, our, our drivers to a whole new market of folks. It opens the racetrack up to a new market of folks, uh, you know, potential sponsors and fans and, uh, you know, we, we want to be, we want to be on the cutting edge of whatever is the latest and greatest available to the industry so we're hoping that we're jumping in here at the right time man adam everything sounds great my, my friend i mean they've done a great job before but you know you was there you see it and you know the progress it needs to to go on and march on and it looks like you're headed in the right direction i can't wait for the weekend tell everybody where they can uh follow you and catch up and grab some tickets Okay, we um, everything's available. All the information from ticket prices, times, gate times, everything's available at our official website www.talladegashorttrack.com. Uh, of course, we're on Facebook at Talladega Short Track. Uh, we have Twitter at TST Hornets Nest. Um, all that stuff, um, and, and I encourage everyone ahead of the weekend to download the My Race Pass app. Um, all the lineups live timing and scoring you can get all the lineups for free the app is free um it's my race pass and you follow talladega short track on there you'll be able to see all the lineups of course you can pay for uh, live timing and scoring on the app and then uh, we also have started a new online ticketing platform for uh pit passes to sort of streamline that and it's called pit pay uh, it's an app on your phone you purchase your pit pass sign your waiver you come to the racetrack you jump to the front of the line we have a dedicated window for express entry with pit pay where folks can come in get to the front of the line get on in there so um a lot of good things going on a lot of places to check us out we'll be updating all that throughout the week to keep everybody posted on what all's going on adam thanks a lot and i'll be talking with you thursday my friend okay i'll see you then all right Talladega, okay, thank, you. thank you adam thanks all right, Kyle. Uh, looking forward to that event, man. Uh, we got uh, 
you headed to the indoor at Allentown on the seventh and eighth. Now I know that 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 date is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I like that, Kyle. Freeze up Sunday. Yeah, that, that's an you know important you know uh, Allentown uh, was actually a one day show in 2016. The first ever event there was 2016, and uh, you know that sold out. Uh, that was a, that was a surprise. Um, what a night! And uh, they expanded it to two nights uh, when they returned there in December for the first round of the indoor auto racing series, or maybe the second round. But uh, Rowdy, I mean, they must have really did a really good job that first year because they've been coming back ever since. And you know, COVID canceled it last year, but the nice part is, uh, 2022 uh, Allentown's back on the schedule. And uh, they'll be at the PPL Center Friday and Saturday night, so uh, hopefully it'll be a pretty entertaining weekend. Not a big drive for you either, is it, Kyle? No, about 45 minutes. Not too bad. Some of the other tracks, have they released their schedules, Kyle? You know, anything going on about that? What I do know, um, Williams Grove, Port Royal, Sealands Grove. I think Grandview is working on it. Um, Bloomsburg Fair Raceway is out. Um, there's a lot of tracks out. Bridgeport Speedway in New Jersey, their their schedule's out. I think my, I don't know if Mahoning's is out yet. I have to check, but uh, every, a lot of them are already out. And uh, we got to kind of plan around everything next year or this year, excuse me. That's what I meant to say. And uh, <laughs> we got Williams Grove on the same weekend. We get the World of Outlaws at Williams Grove on the same weekend as uh, Pocono. So might uh, have wow. to pick and choose what uh, we do. So. Sometimes it's difficult, isn't it, Kyle? Because uh, we have an Xfinity race at 5 o'clock, and we have the, the World of Outlaws Summer Nationals at uh, Williams Grove at 7.30, so we got a, we got a decision to make. So Even that Archer race kind of starts late, too. It doesn't start until 6.30 at Pocono on uh, Friday, July 22nd. 6.30? But, but Kyle, realistically though, let's let's go this way. You say six thirty. For me, that sounds dark creeping up. But what at that time of the year? What time is dark? Eight thirty nine. But you know, at, at that, you got to have perfect weather. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. That happened at uh, one second. That happened at uh. At Watkins Glen last year, 6.15 the race started at for ARCA. They got it all in, or maybe it was 6. But, uh, you know, I was complaining about the late start because, you know, that's what I do. And, uh, I mean, those races, Rowdy, some of those Canon ARCA races at uh, Watkins Glen haven't, haven't started until 6.15. And, uh, you know, then you have an issue with the with darkness, and that actually happened um, in 20. 20- 14, they uh, had one attempt at a green-white checkered in the next flag end of the race. So, um, yeah, you know, you got to be careful with the darkness that time of the year. Um, July is usually not too bad in Pennsylvania. But, uh, yeah, that's a really late start, uh, 6.30. And, uh, you know, for Pocono, you know, it's a 200-mile race, 80 laps, about about an hour and a half to complete, maybe two hours, depending on how uh, how many cautions there are. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Hopefully we're not up against the sunset. I hate to say that, but you get a bad accent or two, and then it holds up the race. You know, I've seen that happen before um, at Pocono uh, for the Cup Series. You know, you have a 
a long uh, delay to repair the fence that Steve Park crashed into with Dale Jr. And then it rains. Then they have to shorten the race. And uh, that, that wraps up my first trip to Pocono. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Rowdy, it's weird. Yeah, that's a weird place, man. Uh, I, I know that, you know, you've been there, what, twice now. But, uh, man, that that is a weird place to go to. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the Vortex Theory or the Pocono Triangle. I don't, I don't know what it is. But, uh, yeah, it's just there's just something about that, that track and the weather and, you know, the time of the year and the races and everything and uh, Rowdy. So, uh, yeah, um, I think we may have our, our second caller up here, Rowdy. Uh, yes, we do. We got uh, Anthony Bella. Bella. Bell. Kid. How you doing, Anthony? Yes. Hey, man, I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, Anthony, we kind of met last year at New Smyrna, and uh, we did a little a short interview with you and told you I'd like to try to touch base with you again for the upcoming season. And here we are, my friend, 2022. Are you ready? 100% ready, Rowdy. Can't wait to get started. Well, Anthony, uh, Kyle's like, me and Kyle are kind of in the same boat. What got you into racing? How'd you catch the fever? Well, let's take it back here 11 years, actually. Uh, it was through my cousins, actually. Um, they took me to the local go-kart track over here around uh, Newtown, Connecticut. It was in Brookfield. I uh, started there. I was only about seven years old. And uh, just started racing leagues on Sunday mornings. Over there, I got pretty good. Then uh, me and my father wanted to move up to a big car, or at least our own car. So we bought Bandolero, started racing there at uh, White Lake, New York, and Bethel Motor Speedway. Uh, started there, won a few races, raced at Speed Bowl in New London, Connecticut. And uh, then we moved up to the Legend Cars two years later, ran at the Speed Bowl in 2018, went back to Bethel in 2019, and then on came the Big Boy SK Modifieds in 2020. So you're racing Modifieds, right? Yes, sir. What made you decide Modifieds over a stock car? Well, we have, uh, you know, up here in the north, it's all modified countries. So, you know, I'm very fortunate. We had great people around me, like uh, Nick Kopchick and Stephen Kopchick. Um, you know, just great people who uh, really know what they're doing. And, uh, you know, now we uh, share a shop with them up here in Sandy Hook, Connecticut. Very thankful for them. Uh, we've... Uh, we have a lot of friends who race modifieds too, so I think it was the uh, smarter move than uh, a stock car. Well, Anthony, uh, look, kind of looking back last year's season, how do you feel about last year's 2021 season? Last year was an amazing season. You know, we started off at uh, New Samara Speed Weeks. Um, I actually put a Facebook out, a Facebook post out to uh, on my uh, Facebook page about the new 602 modified series that was 
scheduled for three nights at New Smyrna, and um, a man named Paul French stepped up to the plate and gave me an opportunity. And, uh, you know, never seen the track in my life. Went there night one. I believe we qualified fifth. And um, I believe that night two was a top five invert. So I think we started first. And we ended up second that race. Messed up a little on the restart. But, you know, you can't complain night one. Uh, Night two... You know, we really just uh, tried to copy what we did night one, and uh, we went out and won the thing. And, uh, you know, that was my first ever modified career win. So that night was really special. Had a lot of guys from up north there. You know, big thank you to Paul French and uh, his son, Paul French Jr., putting the whole deal together. And uh, the night three, um, we ended up second, um, you know, still had a really good car all week. We ended up taking home the championship and, um, that there really, uh, you know, set a pace for the year. So what's your plans for 2022? 2022, um, we got a lot going on. We got a lot, um, but uh, right, right, right before, and we jump into 2022. Uh, well, let me say a little bit more about 2021. Um, you know, then we went to Thompson Motor Speedway, uh, last lap pass for the SK Light Modifieds on uh, a uh, huge icebreaker weekend. Um, won one race at the Stafford Motor Speedway. That was uh, really exciting for me and my team. And we got another win at Thompson Motor Speedway and took home the championship there. So that there, uh, you know, we had a really consistent car with that two car of uh, Paul French. Uh, I believe we had three wins, five seconds, never finished out of the top two all year. But, uh, you know, 2022, we're uh, looking to match that. Um, You know, me and Paul French have something really – special planned out not for new Smyrna but you know for other series like the modified racing series the um race of champion series and we'll be making uh an entry into Thompson 300 but at, at new Smyrna we'll be running for John Jensen in the number 19 tour mod uh five nights five nights of great racing a lot of action Monday through Friday, um, we'll be racing full-time SK at Stafford Motor Speedway up here in Connecticut. We'll be racing the open modifieds, too, at Stafford and Thompson as well. Then we're going to throw in a little tri-track series, run full-time with that. And um, that's really all we got right now, but it's definitely a really packed season. Anthony, it's Kyle here. Uh, my my first question for you is, uh, have you ever raced at Loudon before? Um, not yet, not yet. But we will get that opportunity actually uh, this coming April. I um, not sure if you heard, but 
the Modified Racing Series is going to be making an appearance there April 15th and 16th. So uh, I can't wait for that. It's going to be a 50-lap Modified Racing Series race and uh, pumped. My second question is, uh, you talked about New Smyrna. Who do you, who do you think are going to be the, the toughest drivers to beat in the Modified Division down there during Speed Weeks? You know, um, I'd say one of them is definitely going to be uh, Matt Hirschman. You know, he's a really consistent driver, and uh, he really knows about his race car. You know, he's fast pretty much anywhere he goes. Uh, probably another guy is going to be Ron Selk. You know, me and Ron Selk are pretty good buddies. Uh, you know, he's he has a lot of years of modifieds. You know, won a wheel and tour championship. Re- really good driver and really good friend to hang around. Um, another driver is going to be Stephen Kopchick. You know, he's fast up here. He um, he did great this year at Stafford. Lights out at Stafford. He was the best driver in the SKs by far. Um, and, um, you know, I think those three guys are, you know, going to be big competition. But uh, there are plenty of other good drivers out there. My last question is uh, uh, to ask you is, uh, you know, you, you've raced at all these racetracks in, in, in the Northeast. What, what, what's your favorite racetrack in if you do have a favorite and you haven't raced there yet, where do you want to race at? Well, you know, like uh, we said a little earlier, uh, I'm super pumped for Loudoun. I think Loudoun's, you know, I personally love the big tracks, and I think uh, Loudoun's going to be a good fit for me. But uh, as of a track that we've as we've raced right now, we hit up a track on the Modified Racing Series last year, uh, Riverside Speedway. That was a uh, really fun little bull ring. Also, the Thompson and Stafford Speedway up here in my home uh, home state. So uh, those three tracks, I'd say, are my top three. Anthony, uh, let's talk about people that helped you get to where you're at, man. I know you just – in auto racing, there's a driver – but he's surrounded with a crew and the people that helps him get there. Let's talk about them just just a minute. Well, as they say, great drivers come with great people behind them. I have to thank my father for everything he's done for me. John Bellow, um, he's you know he's the real reason why I'm I'm racing here. Without him, I wouldn't be racing at all. Um, Nick and Stephen Kopchick and the whole Kopchick family for everything that they do for me in the shop and at the racetrack in the pit. That family is a great family to work with. Uh, John Jensen, Glenn Jensen, and the whole Jensen family for um, having me uh, race their car and giving me an opportunity to race. Uh, they're open modified at you know New Smyrna, and uh, we ran two open shows at Stafford with them last year, so... Can't wait for more of that action. Paul French enough and Paul French Jr. and the whole French family. They've uh, really done, you know, Paul French really put me on the map last year. And, uh, you know, just looking to continue that. And, um, you know, he puts his time and effort into so much. And we also ran his tour mod last year in a modified racing series. So we had two cars going with him. And I can't thank that guy enough for everything he's done for me. I have to thank uh, uh, Pat 
from Newtown Pools and Duke, from Airgas, for, for everything they do for me on and off the racetrack. Um, those guys, those guys are great. And I uh, have to thank all my uh, local tracks for putting on a good show week in and week out. You know, without these short tracks, I wouldn't be racing. So, Anthony, where can they keep up with you season this year on the social media sites and internet? Hundred percent, man. Thank you very much for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. All right, Anthony. Hey, Anthony, where can they keep up with you on your social media site? How do they follow you? All right, social media. Um, you, you can add me on Facebook at Anthony Bello. You can add me on Instagram at Anthony Bello 51. Um, we also have a racing page, Bello Motorsports on Facebook. We also got a website going up as of right now. Um, about one year ago, we put this up, bellomotorsports.com. You can, uh, go and see all my, uh, you know, my 2022 schedule, all my merchandise, you know, new news, and um, you know, see see what see where we're gonna be racing uh, this year. Hey, Anthony, man, looking forward to seeing you. It's not long till New Smyrna strikes up. Not long, about uh, 40 days here until we turn them loose. You know, 40 days, like I said, new. 40 days. Yes, sir. All right, Anthony. I appreciate you calling in tonight. Good luck this year. Nope. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. Much appreciated. Thank you, Anthony. Looking forward to having you back on. All righty. We'll see you. At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track. All right, Anthony Bella, Kyle, we've had a lot of passion tonight on the racetrack. Yeah, we from did. From the racetrack. Wow. I mean, we had Adam talking about how he started from scratch and, and has worked his way to where he's at, which is an incredible story right there. And then Anthony, I, like I said, I met him in New Smyrna after he his first, I believe it was his first night racing. And... uh it was a warm night. Got got him over there in between uh, the race races. I, I snagged a little interview with him, and uh, we've stayed in touch. And hopefully, he sounds like he's got a lot to do this year, doesn't he? Yeah, it does. And uh, you know, the modifieds are really popular in the Northeast, and there's multiple racing series he can go and and do. So that'll be the, that'll be nice, and can race at Waterford and. You know, all the tracks he mentioned, Stafford, Thompson, and, uh, you know, it'll be good. You know, maybe we'll see him on the Wheel of Modified Tour as well. I don't know. But, uh, you know, never say never, I guess. Well, uh, it didn't surprise me Matt Hirschman popped up in the conversation. I wasn't surprised. Um, You know, Matt's always good down there. It doesn't matter where Matt is. He's good everywhere. 
And, uh, you know, doesn't matter what kind of car it is, he's good. And, uh, you know, especially when we do, we go on a new Smyrna here in a few weeks, uh, he'll, I bet he'll probably be a top contender again. Yeah, he will. Uh, I mean, it's, it's every year. Kyle, a couple things I want to talk about is the Bush Light, Light Clash at the Coliseum. They're pushing forward, my friend. They're, uh, hey, it's, uh, what is that, uh, Kyle, the date on that? February 6th. I thought I had wrote that down. That's going to be at 6 Eastern time on Fox. And, hey, it's a big demographic. I hope it, it works. I mean, Bowman Gray works. We're, we got professionals here, too. So, I, I don't, my only concern is the new car and the availability and the track being so new to everybody. Because that's, that's fresh as it, it don't have no time. It, it, it don't have no time to cure. I mean, I know Atlanta's kind of going to tell us a little bit, but, um, you know, it's not a short track. Um, I think we're going to see a more in Bristol and Martinsville or Richmond. So um, I think that's going to be the real test of the new car and uh, see how it performs on those types of tracks. Well, Kyle, I got one little old segment here of Ty Dillon with GMS I'd like to play. It's just a five-minute segment, and then we'll close this thing out for the night, okay? All right. Hey, Motorsports. So um, I'm so excited, so so grateful for this next opportunity, um, and just uh, so pumped for what's to come and uh, the building of this race team. All right, and then we'll go straight into questions. We'll start off with Bob Pockers. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, Ty, uh, Eric said he didn't realize till yesterday that he was going to have to share testing with you <laughs> because, um, you know, because you're only that one car at the test. So I'm curious when you realize, when did you realize that and how does that, does that impact any sort of preparation for next week? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not ideal for each driver, but um, I think it's a great opportunity for us as a team to kind of learn each other, Eric and I, to kind of see what he likes in a car compared to what I like. So uh, while there's, uh, you know, as a driver, you want all the laps, uh, there's still some great things as far as our team. And I, I realized that was probably going to, you know, be the be the case as far as, um, you know, seeing all the other teams. You know, I think the four-car teams have to have two drivers and the two-car teams have one driver. I think some other teams have found kind of ways around it by using their technical alliances to put their drivers in, in cars. But, uh you know, I think, uh, you know, I, I'm excited for the opportunity to work with a teammate. I haven't had a teammate at the Cup Series level yet. Um, and then also on top of that, having Eric Jones as a teammate is, is is a great, great opportunity for myself. Him and I came in the sport at the same time, uh, kind of race against each other at every level. Uh, very hard race for championships. We're rookies uh, at the same time. Um, and then he came from, you know, obviously Joe Gibbs Racing, and I don't think he really – no driver goes over there and, and doesn't leave better for, for being around that organization. And he was very successful there too. So um, being able to be teammates with him now is, is I think only going to help us as a group to get better. And um, my hope is that we push each other to, to push Petty and GMS to stop. 
when you first heard about the um, the purchase or the, the likelihood of the purchase, were you more excited about the uh, about having a teammate or more excited about knowing you're not going to have to qualify your way into the Daytona 500? Uh, I think selfishly not having to qualify in the Daytona 500 after the way last year went, but uh, I think for all of us, that was a big relief um, from, from the GMS side from where things kind of graduated into. But, uh, you know, and then as I thought about it and, and realizing I was going to have a teammate for the first time in my career, and I think it's easy to be very selfish about that and not really want a teammate and kind of have it all on you. But um, I, I really do appreciate the fact that I'll have somebody to, to bounce everything off of week in and week out and, um, my hope is that I'll be a, a great teammate for Eric. And um, I know that uh, all the rising tides raise all ships. So hopefully we can together really build this program to be a really strong uh, front running name. The Petty name has been there before, but we want to bring the Maury Gallagher name up there with it too. So um, I, I'm really pumped for the future to be able to work with Eric. Thank you. All right, our next question will come from Deb Williams. Go ahead, Deb. Thank you. Thank you, Ty, for taking time to join us. Uh, Eric mentioned earlier today that he was going to be happy to have a teammate again. And you say this is the first time in your cup career you have had one. But do you all do you plan on doing anything during the off season where you all can get to know each other better personally and what you might like in cars that are similar? Yeah, I think, you know, right now we're both kind of, having our off season in different places uh, currently, but with all the testing that's coming up, we're going to get to spend a lot of time with each other. Um, and I think for teammates, just kind of figuring out uh, each other's verbiage, how we see the sport, how we see these cars, how we grow um, within the, the new racing model that's being kind of presented. Everything's so new. Uh, the time that we get to spend together at the test is really going to be important for us. And, um, and then also the debrief time, uh, when we go back and say what we learned, what we didn't learn, what, he liked, but maybe I didn't like, or are those things. We'll kind of learn each other. And, uh, you know, you don't always have to spend all the time away from the track together to be good teammates. I think it's just about, you know, putting in the quality work and realizing that we're both here for one goal, and that's to, to make Teddy GMS the best team. And, um, you know, I think friendships or teammates, they'll, they'll always evolve the way they're supposed to naturally uh, after that. Okay. Thank you, and have a Merry Christmas. Thank you, you too. Any additional questions for Ty? All right, Ty, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. All right, Kyle. Uh, looks like GMS is uh, moving on up, man. Two full-time cars in the Cup Series now, and, you know, um, not much to do with the trucks now, just the Cup Series. So um, it looks like that's just how it's going to roll over at GMS. Still got Grant Enfinger in the 23 truck. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, really pushing their effort toward the uh, the Cup Series in 2022. Hey, I'm, I'm proud for them. They've, they paid their dues, and now they've worked their way to the, to the top front. And I, I, I like that. They've, they've worked their way to the top. What kind they have, you know, um, yeah. when Spencer ran a, Spencer Gallagher ran a cup car at a Watkins Glen, that was pretty much, that was GMS's really first race, even though it was a Toyota. Yeah. 
Well, Kyle, what you got to close us out here tonight, man? We we about well, uh, get ready for Allentown, probably closer to the end of the week. And, uh, you know, looking forward to that. Two nights, uh, Friday night, 320 lap qualifying features uh, to set up the, uh, the, the, the A-Main for Saturday's A-Main, the 40 lap TQ midget feature. Also, the slingshots will be there and uh, some, another division as well. So uh, a lot going on, a lot of racing. And uh, hopefully they get a lot of people. Hopefully a lot of fans show up. And uh, hopefully the Ice Bowl is a good uh, turnout as well. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, I tell you, Kyle, uh, for me, just looking back on starting our eighth season, Kyle, there's so many places and so many people I could thank. You know, uh, Tim and Suzanne to Spain for actually planting the seed for me to to start this and get me started, you know, uh, Earl Bonner for helping me get started and get me into Sarka and get my hands in the garage a little bit. Uh, Wayne Peterson for letting me help. It, Kyle, don't stand around Wayne long or he'll put you to push in the car or, or, or get doing something on a race car. Uh, you know, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's stealthy. Uh, he's an incredible person. Uh, you know, the whole Arca family. I'm ready to get back for us. I'll get back to racing, and you know, we've been able to kind of go up to the truck and Xfinity and Cup Series now. And hey, you can't forget the lady that took you to the dance, guys. We we're not giving up on our. It's just uh, we're just getting ready. Won't be long, will it, Kyle? They'll be rolling into Pocono. Yeah, they'll be testing here soon. So, I'll, you know, hopefully we'll get we'll have a ballpark figure who's fast. So I'll be at Atlanta for testing on the six, stopping back by Talladega Super or Talladega Short Track, and then Kyle's going to Allentown. Hopefully, Mark's going to be on the mend, and we'll hear back from him on Thursday night. But eight years, eight season. We're doing Monday night and Thursday nights at 6. Join in. Be part of it. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, man. This is the survival. I need I need subscribers. It don't cost a dime. Got it on TikTok. If you don't see, it used to be the 15 second of fame. Everybody likes seven second clippage. They don't have time for, but for seven seconds. But I kind of stretch them out a little bit more. But anyway... Kyle, thanks a lot for being part of it. Looking forward to uh, this season, Kyle, and getting back Thursday. Let's talk about it. Thanks, Roddy. Appreciate it, Kyle. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Adam, for being part of it. Kyle, calling in, man. Everybody for listening. Appreciate it. <laughs>